0: Hey, this is Michael Hutchinson, and you're listening to the Front Row Podcast.
1: <laughs> and welcome tough. to episode 22 of the Front Row Podcast. I'm your host, Don Ross, and I have Tyler Briggs and Stephen Burns. Welcome to the show.
0: Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's it's always good to, to get the boys together. It's It's good to see you guys, and we're talking hockey, right? This is awesome.
1: Okay, with being episode 22 if you can name any player war that wore 22 in NHL, baseball wherever go go ahead and uh i started off with Jordan Tutu
0: ah what do you got? Bertzie actually have a i've got a uh, i've got a dark horse one that i don't think you have but you'll recognize the name once i say it so uh the only guy i can think of off the top of my head is uh, Chris Thorburn yeah, that was one of the only ones I could think of, and then yeah. I, put my, I put my Red Wings hat on, and I thought Brett Lebda was number twenty two. Brett Lebda, yes, yeah.
1: and Chris was he th- number
0: twenty two? Do you remember him? I think he was. I know the name for sure. It's yeah. <laughs> I went way off the board there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jesus, like, Chris Thorburn wore twenty two with the Jets.
0: Thorbs did. I'm yeah. trying to think of if. If there was any yes he did, of course. But I'm trying to think of if there was any uh defenseman that wore number two and then ended up going to twenty two. but man, am I ever dropped blanks here? all uh, right I, I just cheated and looked it up. I won't say any, but there's some there I, there is a defenseman, Briggsy. He still plays he still plays, he's in the Eastern Conference. Still plays he's in the East. He's been on three teams in the Eastern Conference, there's last three teams. Oh jeez. Twenty two. Man, yeah, that's that's a tough one.
1: Is there one on the
0: Leafs? Twenty two. What? What of them? Sorry. Is there one on the Leafs? I feel like there'd be one on like the Bruins or something where all their single digit numbers are uh, taken up. There is a guy on the Bruins, but he's kind of a kind of a random. There's one on the Canadians slash Flyers. Canadians or Flyers? Yeah, he wore twenty two for both teams. Oh geez, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to stick with my Brett Lebda pick here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I read these names, you guys will start to realize there's a lot of yeah. them there. I mean, all, a lot of them still. Oh, Shat- Shattenkirk. Shattenkirk, yeah. That's the guy. Yeah, yeah Kevin. It was, I think his last three it was Washington, New York, Tampa, right? Yeah, and he's got – have you seen what his Twitter handle is? It might be the best one in the league. Yeah. It's Shattenkirk. <laughs> 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 That's how yeah. I remember it Shat Deuces Shat Deuces yeah. <laughs> There's a visual Yeah Oh no, yeah There's a lot Okay so I'll, I'll go through The list here I think yeah. these might like, Maybe they're current players I don't know So Madison Bowie Who are in Washington Oh yeah Troy Brower In Brower, Florida yeah. The Boston guys Peter S- Solaric. Oh okay yeah, the so, like, yeah Adam Cracknell I remember him Briefly. Yeah, uh, Brandon Davidson, more in Chicago. He's a D-man. Kevin Fiala. Whoa, oh, there's a – he might be the best. Yeah, so for now. He might be the best guy out of the group. I'll, I'll skip over some of the other ones, but Wade Meegan. Oh, I don't even know who that is. Oh, some random guy. I think he's been with uh, Grand Rapids Griffins for like 40 years or something like that. <laughs> but I can forgot yeah. about the sense. Couple <laughs> other big names: like Nino Niederreiter from Minnesota. That's a good one. Uh, Brett Pesci from Carolina. Toby Reader. Mm. Um, Dale Weiss was the Montreal.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, Dale Weiss Yeah.
0: Oh, Don, this was, was a that was a really tough question to lead off with. I was uh, that was a good that was a good <laughs> hard hitter. Colin Wilson, Nikita Zaitsev. Rounded out. Ah, yes. There we go. I don't know what number Zaitsev wears for Ottawa, though he wore twenty two for Montreal. Ah, so, Don. I'm trying. I'm trying to think before we move on. I think you might have been right around the young, spry age of 22 when we met.
1: Yeah, right around there. Yeah, and you know, uh,
0: I think of 22. I think of the young Don Ross at the uh, uh, at the Village Inn bowling lanes, causing trouble, <laughs> strikes and gutters. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Why? I was on? Uh, I was on a team team called uh, "Nothing But Gutter" <laughs> with Kevin Leg, Justin Jeffkins. By the way, he had a baby.
0: Oh, he did! Well, congrats yeah. to Justin yeah. Jeffkins. That's great.
1: Yeah. That's great news. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know, him, but <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> so then, we another twenty two. You know where I graduated tw- 22 years ago in June? You
0: graduated 22 years ago?
1: No, elementary.
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: was
0: going to say. <laughs> I was okay. like, holy. Shit. That doesn't sound right.
1: It's, it's only <laughs> been uh, 15 years since I graduated, so high school.
0: Holy shit. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. So. Time flies. Have you guys had a good summer? What's, what's been going on, Don? How's your summer been?
1: Pretty good. I'm doing my broadcast. Yeah, working.
0: Right on, man. How about you, Bernie? How's summer been for you? I know you guys went camping a few weeks ago. Yeah, I've been camping a couple times. I uh, went to a friend's cabin in lieu of Folk Fest, so True. we went out, hung out with our our crew. So, right. but yeah, aside from that, mostly working. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Can't complain. How's the apartment life before I keep going here? It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, okay. I like the freedom. Oh, it's so nice. Hey, are you are you do you have any pants on right now? No, I don't. <laughs> I
1: mean, he does have underwear on, but
0: I have underwear on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, The, <laughs> the, the, the life, man. The life. Yeah, I had to get up and go into my kitchen to get something and I forgot that I wasn't wearing pants, so I had to apologize to Don. <laughs> But he's cool with it, so he's yeah. he's been in the locker before, so it's all he's, good. He's a great host. He's as cool as they come. Yeah, yeah. Anyone, any host who lets their guests not wear pants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty. Cool. So, yes, um, here's another question. Where we are, brothers. We're currently playing the NHL. One is playing on the West Coast. The other one plays on the East Coast.
0: Brothers in the NHL.
1: Yes, they're currently in the NHL. They're
0: um, Do they actually play on the coast? Like
1: uh one place for Vancouver and one brothers. place for the oh. Devils.
0: The Hughes Brothers. Yes. Yeah.
1: You know what? I was gonna do? say
0: the Tanna Brothers, but yeah, the Hughes yeah. Brothers. Oh Tanev would have been a good guess too, yeah.
1: Well yeah, Tana but um Brandon's in uh Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah. Oh well, East Coast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, ah, I live in east, east and yeah, New Jersey.
1: So we're just, we're I, like just nice who, I like Jack's. I like Jack's. Who's number?
0: What number's he? Eighty six. Yeah. Oh, huh. weird number. That's not a great forward number. It's a great number, Don. I'll give you that. It's great because the uh, year you were born, <laughs> your birth year number. Yeah. Just a what? weird hockey number, though. Hey. Yeah. Anything so, in it? Really? That's I, I think except for like eighty one. Yeah, 81s, one's a, a good one, or 89, I think, is a good one, too. 88? Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess 87. Well, we're just kind of going down there. They're all good. Uh, <laughs> <That's
1: laughs> so, I 85. Quentin wears 43. Who does? Quentin Hughes wears 43.
0: Oh, oh Quentin Hughes does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: You think uh, Jack's double the better than him, or what?
0: No, I, I think Quentin Hughes is... I think he might be one of the best defensemen in the NHL someday. So good. I think that, Amazing. I think, like, Jack Hughes, I'm sure, is going to be a good player as well. Probably a top line center, but, like, yeah, Quinn Hughes is something else. Quinn Hughes is, uh, he's pretty special. That new molded defenseman, and I know Kale McCarr gets a lot of attention, but watching those two guys straddle the blue line, walk the blue line, it's uh, something I could never do without spraining an ankle. So, yeah. but to answer your question, Don, I mean, I am a Devils fan, and I did catch the, uh, the, the double the better reference there and Quinn Hughes is 43 and Jack Hughes is 86 so mm, I got you there uh-huh. there you go gotcha so. and there's another Hughes brother I think he's due to be drafted next year I think you're right yeah pretty sure
1: so, not this year but next year so uh, who do you rather have Chris Tanov or Brendan Tanov?
0: oh <laughs> uh. It's tough. it's tough. It's because they play different positions. So I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like Chris Tan of like three, four, five years ago was like one of the top kind mm-hmm. of two, like maybe not two way, but more defensive defenseman mm-hmm. who was like a big lumbering guy. I don't know. It's hard to say because like Brandon Tan is good. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll go with Chris. I'll default with the defense, but I'll say Chris Tanev. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big Chris Tanev fan. I'm going to go with Brandon just because he's a known commodity here in Winnipeg, and I remember how much I enjoyed watching him. So I think I would go. I would lean more towards Brandon just for the entertainment factor because he was. Uh, I mean. He had everything that moved. His When he really got into it, his eyes, when he was really battling, like he'd come out of a pile and he just looked like he was psychotic. He was, uh, he was just an entertaining player. I really enjoyed watching him play. But not to take away from Chris Tanev's game, he was great.
1: too. Yes, uh... I
0: once heard that uh, um, so when the Jets signed Brandon Tanev, I can't remember who was talking. It might have been Gary Lawless, but they were saying that the way Chris Tanev plays the game is he could – Lay back on a rocking chair, or he could—he be the guy at the outdoor rink with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, like he just is so calm and cool. Whereas Brandon's mouth would—he could never hold a cigarette in his mouth because it never stopped moving.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, Chris Stanoff has a, a true connect smile.
0: is he—is he missing some teeth? Yeah, some teeth. Oh, oh yeah. He scored
1: a big goal. For yeah, him. there because he he scored there in 11 seconds in overtime there, and uh, big old smile and missing teeth and.
0: Oh, I missed! I missed that goal. I went to bed. Um, was that game five or game four? Series... The four. Yeah,
1: yeah, four okay. or five.
0: It was 11 seconds in, wasn't it? It was like super quick. Yeah, yeah, it was like opening face off. They got the puck in back to him, and then he scored. Friend of the show, Alan Pagan. Uh, him and I, we uh, we're in a group of guys, we do a hockey pool. Uh, to keep the story short, we we also select in the pool. We select uh, overtime winners who we think will score for every single team, and you get a point in the pool for it. And anyways, he uh, he we're, he had said Tanev when we were picking Pittsburgh, and I was like, Tanev never scores goals. He's like, No, I am talking about Brandon, and I was like, Oh, I thought you were talking about Chris. Like he's he scores a goal every four years, just like I do. I was like, yeah. what are you picking him for?" And then he scored the OT winner, and he's like, "Yeah, breaks. Yeah, good call on that one." <laughs> I talked him out of it. <laughs> well, yeah, he hasn't scored in a while, though. That's fair. No, he barely. He gets like two goals a year, pretty much. He's like me, except he scores more. How, how did you guys do on your picks for the play-in round? Um, I went just. Four, for <laughs> I went four for eight, but I nailed. Uh, I think I nailed three series in the right amount of games. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. I, I didn't do, I didn't go that in depth. I think I got four for eight as well. Yeah. yeah my big one, I think, was I. I had Columbus over Toronto in five, and that really uh, set me ahead in my pool. That was a, that was a big guess. I saw you. You had some banter back and forth about uh, Columbus in Toronto with a friend of the show, Saxon Miller. Yeah, he picked the um, he picked the jackets. I picked the Leafs. Oh, yeah. Very confident in my Leafs pick like after they had that 3 nothing comeback. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, didn't think they would get shut out up. Although I didn't actually watch the game, but from what I hear, that Leafs actually played well, and they just kind of got goalied, which seemed yeah. to be a bit of a, a, a theme in that series. Yeah. Um, you know. I wonder at what point you start to feel bad for the Maple Leafs. I don't know if I am quite there yet, but <laughs> Don, I, I think Don might feel bad for the Maple Leafs. <laughs> yeah, Don, Don. Don's a heat, <laughs> and so he's probably pretty torn up right now. Okay, like, yeah, Don. What was your take on the Leafs? And actually, first of all, did you uh, do a little bracket challenge uh, for the for the play-in round or no?
1: Uh no, I just did it for uh, just the Sweet Sixteen.
0: The Sweet Sixteen coming up. I appreciate yeah. the invite. Thank you. Yeah. Did you have did you think Toronto was going to be Columbus or what did you think?
1: Uh, no. I was kind of hoping for Toronto, but yeah. Like did for you, a, as Canadian sports fan, I don't want like any sports Canadian sports team to do well. but yeah. like any sports team from Toronto like is way down the list.
0: Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I hear you. Did you guys uh, to kind of keep the ball rolling in Toronto Columbus uh, land? Did you guys watch Game Four, uh, the comeback? Did you guys witness that? I watched the third period, which was Yeah, that's all you needed to watch. That was all I needed to watch. And then I watched the overtime after. Like yeah. I kind of you know, I wasn't doing anything, and I was like, well, whatever, I'll just
1: flip this game on. Oh, Toronto's down three nothing. That sucks, but they're probably done. Torx probably was going bananas. I,
0: don't know, I can only imagine. That was like that was probably like I know we've talked about the Vegas and San Jose game last year and how stunning that was. I think this might top it. It's just too bad Toronto couldn't close out the series because then we'd be talking about it for years, right? Oh, yeah. And now it's kind of irrelevant because the series, that was it. It's a moot point. Yeah. That was uh, that was really, really incredible to watch watch them uh, march back into that game. And even the gutsier, I thought, was Columbus came back with Corpus Allo in Game 5, but then I found out that Merzlikens was hurt. Yes, was, yeah. cause he was, because he, aside from that that span of time at the end of the game, he played exceptionally well. Like, even in the overtime, he was really good. And, like, that power play goal he got beat on in overtime, it was like, no goalie is stopping that. Like, mm-hmm. perfect pass right on the tee for Matthews. Like, he's scoring that on anybody. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. No, I picked – so, in the East, I had – I had the Pens beating Canadians. Wrong. Canes beating right, I for some reason thought the Florida Panthers would do something useful, and they never do, so they lost. Uh, and then I had the Leafs beating the Blue Jackets, so I went one for three in the East. Mm-hmm. In the West, I had the Oilers beating the Blackhawks. Wrong. Coyotes beating the Predators. I actually got that one. I had the Canucks over the Wild, and then I had the Jets over the Flames. So okay. I literally three for which, you know, I
1: know nothing. Do so. you, <laughs> you think the Coyotes should bring back the white-style jersey of those uh, black ones they have? Yes. The China or whatever? Yeah. yeah.
0: I like to refer to it as the Mexican blanket. I hope that is politically correct. The poncho jersey. The poncho. There we go, the poncho. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I got a kind of a spicy take on those jerseys. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think they're kind of ugly. Mm-hmm. I think like similar. to – Someone a while ago was talking about the Vancouver flying skate jerseys
1: and yes, how they thought we, we they were,
0: that. yeah yeah and how they're mostly it's mostly just driven by nostalgia why people think they're so nice and I think that's the exact same with these Coyotes jerseys. I think they're they're horrendous, but I know I'm in the minority when I say yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, I, I think so too. And that's that's whatever. That's everybody's allowed to have an opinion. I think that that jersey means a lot to that market. I think that's that scary. I think that Arizona was kind of at its most relevant when they first arrived there. Yeah. Right back back when uh, I, I think that I can't remember if they made the playoffs their first year there, but I just like when you think of Arizona, you think of Shane Doan, Keith, Chuck Jr couple yeah. new and they probably did. they probably did, they still had the remnants of those really successful Jets teams, so. Yeah, yeah, and so I, I, I oh, feel yeah. like there's, there's a bit of a, yeah, like the nostalgia thing is a big deal and I think for the Vancouver one, I think maybe why everybody loves that jersey is because the previous Vancouver jersey before that was <laughs> absolutely atrocious. Looked yeah. like construction a, a vest. I like, I like their blue and green, but yeah, those navy blue and weird maroon color, yeah, those were not yeah, but even before like the before the flying skate one, the Velling. Oh, oh,
1: yeah. Back in the eighties.
0: No yeah, so over. I'm sure when they got the flying skate, they're like, oh finally we're just freaking normal here. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do no kidding. So really what anyways, think about- that's
1: my opinion. What what do you think about- here, but I don't care what
0: they
1: do with them. What do you think about the Jets picking third, uh tenth?
0: All oh, right. Well, what happened in the draft lottery
1: tonight, Don? Uh, yeah, let's the go. New York Rangers oh, got the first overall pick. The Rangers know, did, eh? I know how much you love the Rangers, there, uh, big guy. Well,
0: you know what? So the Rangers get the first pick. I decided I've uh, every once in a while I will hop on my Twitter account and check things out, and I hopped on about quarter after uh, five, and the top picture of my feed—I can't remember who posted it—but it was a hand holding Oilers lottery ball. And I was like, no, no, this has got to be a, this has got to be a joke. Like they did not win. And so then, like a minute later, Elliot Friedman tweets the Rangers had won. And I'm like, so who won? The Rangers or the Oilers? I was all, I was all worked up because I was pissed off the Oilers won. So I was almost happy the Rangers won, being a Devils fan. But uh, <clears throat> you know me, I like a good rivalry. So the Rangers being better and the Devils hopefully being an upcoming team will just mean for some meaningful uh, series. In the future, I hope New York's a few steps ahead of New Jersey as it is right now.
1: But uh, you think uh, Mark Missy will uh, will let A's wear number eleven?
0: No, no. Is that retired in New York?
1: I'm not sure if it is or not, but
0: yeah. Do they retire or honor numbers? I don't know if they do.
1: Well, I'm not sure. So I was like, what if the it's like, on, I'm on it. Uh, so. <laughs> heavy he,
0: retired. He think he,
1: 11,
0: you, eleven is retired. Yeah, so there you go. Rangers.
1: What about twenty-two? I, I
0: don't think if you be wearing eleven. He knows better. What, I don't know. i into my. I think you guys know my opinion on retired numbers. Yeah, and I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Like, I'm I'm all for Toronto and the way they honor numbers. Yes, I yeah. think that that's the. I think that that's the right way to go because you got a team like Montreal, and you don't have any single. In Boston, you don't have any single digit numbers to hand out. Yeah, like no one, no one can ever wear number three, yeah. Montreal Canadiens ever again. Yeah, exactly. Like nobody Just, wants, nobody wants a team of like forties and fifties and seventies. Like I, I guess I'm a traditionalist in that way. Like when you see a defenseman wearing like number sixty three, he's like, ah, yeah. Ben Ben yeah. His first year at the Jets were sixty yeah, sixty three. Yeah. That was like a rookie number though. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. those yeah, that's exactly it. Those are training camp numbers. I just find it's so strange when teams like uh like Charlie McAvoy wears number seventy three on Boston. It's just like I don't know. Yeah. It's weird it's weird to me. I know a lot, of uh, yeah. a lot of defensemen with weird numbers. Hmm. I think uh what number does uh seventy six. What number does who
1: wear? That's right. Krug.
0: Oh, what number does Tory Krug wear 47 I think 47 yeah yeah and then Subban 76 that seems like more of a choice though yeah yeah exactly it's uh I probably, we probably just sound like grumpy old Ben complaining about it to be honest true, yeah. this is hockey this isn't NASCAR <laughs> it's what like the kind Lou of thing am am that am literally that? doesn't matter at
1: all like a guy could. what, what do you think number. Lou Amalala think about those numbers
0: Lou Lou Lamarrillo, yeah. oh yeah, he would not be for it. <laughs> uh, it a, Shave your beard and keep funny. your number under thirty. Yeah, I think he's a he's a lame old man. <laughs> uh, he's the best. I love that. I love that guy, was, man. He got some old school rules. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's like the New York Yankees in baseball. You can't have a beard. You can't. Have, your mustache can't be longer yeah. than for many centimeters. I like, guess the dumbest thing yeah. of all. time. I saw, like, a a, a a side-by-side picture of Andrew McCutcheon when he was with the Yankees, and he's all clean-shaven and whatever. And then when he was with the Phillies on one of his off days, on one of their vintage days, he's got his jersey, like, four buttons undone, drinking <laughs> water out of a red solo cup, and he's got a big chain on and sunglasses. And I was like, man, that's – I'd much rather see those guys, you know, show some personality than have to be clean-cut. we in the 1940s, like – Stupid. Yeah. No, I know, I know, I know what you mean. The uh, the Team Canada Juniors also have that rule. Hey, where they got to be clean cut shaven. Really, I yeah, didn't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, they can barely grow facial hair as it is when yeah. they're seventeen, eighteen. But yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Uh, not allowed to uh, have any hair, have any yeah. hair on their face. Don, do you remember when we used to work at Safeway? Well, I mean, Bernie, you did too. Uh, yeah. I remember that we were only ever allowed to grow mustaches. Yeah. You I can can grow. Grow- <laughs> And then uh, I remember one year for, I think it was November, all, all of us in the store, we decided to grow our mustaches extra pretty. It was awesome. As oh, you stroke As you stroke you. <laughs> what so, else you got, Donnie? Whoa, geez. Wow. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Sorry, I know you don't like being called Donnie. I apologize. Yeah.
1: Well, um, you, gave me the,
0: you gave me the gears last time. Um, and uh, that's our with Tyler Briggs. Uh, see you later. and uh, Yeah. <laughs> Delete, delete,
1: delete. Yeah, so... Gone. Um, I think
0: yeah. we were talking about the Jets picking 10th, Dom,
1: so you can talk... Right. Yeah, 10th, so... I haven't really seen the uh, who's around that pick in the draft, so I don't know who's there, so... 10, that's not bad. But the Leafs... Had to forfeit their pick to Carolina, eh?
0: Yeah, I did see that. 13th, uh, I think.
1: Yeah, 13th, though. Wow.
0: Yeah. And that was part of the Patrick Marlow deal, right?
1: Yeah. Because he
0: got dealt <laughs> to Carolina and then he didn't sign. Isn't that how it went? Yeah, because I think Carolina bought him out and then there was some weird... And he went back to the Sharks, didn't he? Of, yeah, something like that. Back to the Sharks and then to Pittsburgh. Yeah, that was it. Okay, yeah, that was it. Jets sitting around in 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 the ten the ten spot there. I know there's a goalie there. I don't think they'll have any interest in him. But no, the guys that are kind of in that area, like it. it all depends. Like I mean, after the top three, it's kind of up in the air. Yeah, Uh, guys that are kind of in the area, um, Alexander Holtz from Sweden. Sweden, yeah, he's a forward. Uh, Marco Rossi, who had a monster year for the. 67s. He outscored Lafreniere in the CHL scoring, didn't he? I think he did, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anton Lundell, uh, Finn. I know a he, little bit about him. He's a centerman, and there's, there seems to be a lot of buzz around him. I think he's been one of the bigger uh, risers. Yeah, he's uh, kind of been back and forth a little bit, but yeah. I think he finished high. Yeah. A um, couple defensemen, Jake Sanderson, uh, is American, Braden, Braden Schneider, plays for the Wheat Kings. Brandon, Yeah. Um, Jack Quinn Dawson Mercer Seth Jarvis Winnipeg guy Uh, so there's a few Winnipeg guy yeah he plays for Portland yeah there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of guys kind of in that uh, that area that are pretty solid Um, you know you you can even look I look at a guy like Lucas Raymond or Jamie Drysdale could potentially fall could fall Uh, yeah yeah we'll see I mean it's it's a deep draft, but after the first two picks, it's kind of... Oh, maybe I think Tim Stutzel's kind of worked his way into potentially being the second pick. But after those first three guys, it's kind of... Uh, yeah, Ottawa's yeah. uh, Ottawa sitting pretty there with uh, with two. What, what do they have? A three and the five pick? Don? Yeah,
1: three and five. And just like uh, are, right in the middle.
0: Those are two nice players that they're going to pick. Uh, and it sounds like there's a, there's not a huge drop off after that for any, at least in the top ten. Yeah. Well, maybe there is a drop off, but it sounds like you're going to get a good player inside the top 10. Yeah. Kind of, uh, like they're going to get heard. Byfield or Stutzel, who are both <laughs> really good. And then, likely, with the fifth pick, they'll probably get Raymond or Perfetti or Drysdale. So, like, yeah, yeah Cole Perfetti was a beast. Was I was that, like, like, yeah, they're going to get, like, despite the fact that they missed out on the, the top pick, uh, they're still going to get two really good players feel Worse for a team like Detroit that you know dog crap all year, and yeah. They're fourth, but they don't have the two picks like Ottawa does, right? Yeah, so I feel yeah. Ottawa on missing out, yeah. Um, one question that I had because I, I think you got it open in front of you, but uh, Cole Profetti, right? Yeah, Is he kind of ranked around the 10 spot. Uh, this site I'm on has him, you don't so- have that's okay, that's okay, um, but he could fall to 10th. I, I think pretty wide open. I was listening to, um, uh, or not listening to, but I was reading, I subscribed to the athletic and I was reading, um, uh, Corey Pronman's uh, projected rankings or whatever. And he was talking about, um, or he did a Q and a today. And so I was reading the Q and a, and he was talking about Colt Perfetti and, um, somebody asked why, uh, he's not ranked any higher because he's such a prolific scorer. Right. And I guess, uh, is, um, his argument was that uh, he very much has the same makeup uh, as uh, Nick Patan does. and So oh. he kind of, so he kind of feels like maybe, I mean, Patan was a second-round pick, I believe, when the Jets took him in 2014 yeah. or whatever year that was. It's wild, yeah. I don't know, but, but uh, yeah, that was kind of what he compared him to. And uh, I was like, oh, well, that doesn't really sound like a player that the Jets need. But yeah. again, as we all know in the draft, most GMs will always tell you they just take the best player available. I guess. Right? That's yeah. That's the kind of thing you, especially in the first round. Like yeah, that can't really draft for for your need. You just have to kind of take the best player. Like if the Jets have gotten the first overall pick, they're oh, taking. Yeah. They, they're not taking Byfield because he's a center. Yeah. Like they're it taking. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter if you're deep at the wings. You're taking. You're taking that. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've had I've had lots of debates with people about Nick Patan. I always thought I, – I wouldn't say he didn't get a fair shake, but I think he's a super skilled player that if he had maybe been given the opportunity to play with Shifley or play with Matthews for an extended period of time, he might have kind of yeah. started to it out a little bit. But it's just like the two teams he's been with yeah. – forward that he just never really because like realistically even when he was with the jets he he was playing with Hendricks and thorburn and you know he'd maybe get the odd shift up with lowry but like he's not playing with guys that are going to help his offensive progression if if you look at his nine compared to his junior numbers it's just like oh man like he only had two points in 30 games that year it's like yeah, Man, he was a he was a wicked junior player, but I mean that not, it doesn't always translate. So, but I was yeah. I was of the opinion that like, yeah, maybe if the Jets didn't have Connor and others, kind of uh, you know meet expectations real quickly, uh, Patan might have gotten a fair shake on the in the top six there. But uh, I mean, uh, we all know. Well, I know that you're a, cri- a critic of Paul Maurice and how uh, uh, certain players end up buried and they don't get their fair shake. And I think Patan was probably a victim of that. Very much so. Yeah. Well, I think I think equal parts, maybe even more so. Um, but I mean, at the same yeah, at the same time, if you're Paul Marisa, so you like you're not taking Eulers or Connor out of the top six to put ten there, right? And mm-hmm. you're not putting him at center because he wasn't very good at center. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think if he could have, if he got the opportunity to maybe carve out a little bit of a wing spot, and then maybe on the, he was good on the power play. Oh, he's awesome. But, um, yeah, again, it's just kind of like, you know, you have these high-end wingers, and then Lion A comes in, and, yeah. so know, so, it's, it's busted down the depth chart, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, where Perfetti ends up. Yeah, I know, um, like, in talking to some people, that a lot of people are pretty high on this Lundell guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you can see how he works out, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be pretty interesting. Um I almost wish the Jets had more draft picks in this draft. I don't know if they have I think they have a decent amount. I don't know what they traded away. I do know that uh being a Devils fan that Jersey I think because Arizona made the made the playoffs, I do believe Jersey gets their first round pick. So I think they're sitting at three first first rounds right now. Uh yeah, let me check. Oh my phone fell. <laughs> Where'd Bernsie go? They are. <laughs> they
1: got 18-19 They almost have that Boston uh, That Boston
0: thing Nice Alright I'm going to get up to get a beer You guys might see my gitch
1: Yes uh, <laughs> so, Oh There's a phone ringing here so, Oh we
0: have our first caller
1: <laughs> let's, uh, let's, get into, let's get into The Q&A here Ooh. Q&A
0: let's
1: do it Okay first round pick in that 1989 draft play for tr- Quebec, Toronto and Vancouver.
0: Oh, I know who that is. Oh, with Nolan? no. No. Oh, Quebec, Toronto, Vancouver. Oh, uh
1: Massadine. Massadine. No. Yeah, Matt Sandine.
0: Oh. I think yeah. Owen Nolan was the first overall pick in 1990, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, And
0: mm-hmm. I was like, as you said it, I was like, Nolan played for Toronto, but he also played for San Jose, but I'm going to say it anyway.
1: That's uh, uh, third overall in 97. L.A., New York Islanders, Florida, Phoenix, Calgary, New York Rangers... Winnipeg, Nashville, Toronto, St. Louis.
0: I know who this is. That sounds like a suitcase. It's um, <laughs> third overall. Ole jokinen
1: Yeah, Ole jokinen Yeah. What's his two numbers in Calgary? Um,
0: two different numbers?
1: Yeah, you got two. 15-41. Uh he was uh thirteen and twenty one. Ah shakes. And last but not least uh third thirtieth overall by, by LA. So LA, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, Washington, oh, Calgary, Vancouver, Anaheim, and Edmonton.
0: What year was he drafted?
1: Um, I forgot to mark that one down.
0: <laughs> that would make work. What were the teams again?
1: L.A., New York Islanders, New York Rangers, but he only played there for four games, Washington, Calgary, Vancouver, Anaheim, and Edmonton.
0: I know who this is because I'm pretty sure we, you and I talked about this before. I feel bad because I'm just nailing all these out of the park, but um, yes. yeah. that is uh, a friend of the front row podcast and past guest Josh Green. Yes. Yeah, I would never. I wouldn't have gotten that. The only reason I knew it was because uh, I think Don was Don was asking me. Uh, um, what is some questions to ask him. So I looked up his hockey DB and I saw he was 30th overall. And I'm pretty sure you asked him in your interview about being drafted 30th. Yeah. Cause he was a second round pick.
1: Yeah. Then it was 30th. Yeah. Right. right yeah, yeah. He second was a second rounder. Round. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember listening to the interview. That's the only reason why I knew that.
1: That's
0: it. <laughs> I would have never known otherwise.
1: Um, okay. Here's another part of things. This or that. Okay. As uh Lakers or Clippers?
0: Uh, uh mm, I'm not a huge basketball fan. I'll maybe say Lakers, um, but I do still like Kawhi Leonard a lot. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll go Lakers. It's just classic. Like the Clippers are always just kind of second fiddle. Mm-hmm. Like LA basketball. You think the purple and yellow and Think Kobe Bryant, Shaq, and Magic Johnson. Yep. Like yeah, yeah, post- iconic teams, right? And iconic players. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would say Lakers. I'm going to go with the Clippers just because I feel bad because everybody else would say Lakers. I think. Just yeah. feel bad for them. They're like the they're like the forgotten, uh, like the forgotten brother. It's like yeah. kind of like Graham Burns. You know, Steve Burns is really cool, and then Graham's just kind of there. You know, just like a, like a complete dead, that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll go. I'll go with. Uh, the Bernsey of the NBA Graham Burnsy of the NBA uh, LA Clickers Clippers
1: As, uh, <laughs> the Angels or Dodgers
0: Angels or Dodgers uh, Angels um, I still am one, I'm still one of those baseball fans that kind of sneers at the high um, the high yes pay- pay- like the teams that just buy the best players, yep. Uh, and I, I, really, I like Mike Trout. I think he's the best overall player in baseball. So I'll go with the Angels. Uh, but I like the Dodgers. Like I like their players and stuff. I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the whole. I think they're like the Yankees. They're just like an evil empire that, yeah. you know, the evil empire. You know what? I used to, as a kid, like being a Devils fan. I used to, I used to hate the New York Rangers just because. It felt like they used to poach all the Devils players, like Bobby Olleke and Scott yeah. Gomez. Used to give them ridiculous contracts, and like when free agents free agency would come around, it'd be like, "Oh, Ilya Kovalchuk's in talks with the LA Kings and the New York Rangers." And I just be like, "Man, the Rangers are in talks with absolutely everybody." For so for the exact same reason, I would have to pick the Anaheim Angels all oh, the LA Angels, yeah. uh, just because of the evil empire ishness of yeah. the Dodgers. And I used to really like Vladimir Guerrero when he played for the, the Expos, and I think he was an angel. He was an angel. Yeah, there we go. Just
1: so yeah. like you yeah. two, you guys are angels.
0: Exactly. You know. Did you call me an a-hole?
1: Angel. And, angels. <laughs>
0: uh, <so laughs> Love you, too, buddy.
1: how <laughs> <rounds laughs> Weird, but
0: okay. Yeah, I, go, I always think about Moneyball. Um where they were playing, like the movie, they're playing those calls from fans. I think they were real calls. And a guy, like a fan of the Oakland A's was saying, like, we're basically a farm team for the Yankees and Red Sox because, like, we are terrible. We draft these really good players. We develop them, and then they get free agency, and Boston outbids us by – because that was the year that, like, the Cardinals took Isringhausen, who was, like, one of the best closers in baseball – the Red Sox took Johnny Damon from the A's, and I think the Yankees took Giambi. So it was like their yep. three players, their three stars, were all just like mm-hmm. they, could, they couldn't come with even five or six million dollars of being able to afford any of them. Can't stand that. Yeah. Dress me, dress me nuts. I'm so hot. I'm so happy that hockey's got a salary cap, and that for the most part, is fixed. It's a hard cap. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. baseball's got <laughs> the hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or hockey. Yeah, sorry. Wait, like what? Again, was- I think the NBA is a soft, where soft. You, can pay, you can go over as much as you want. You just have to pay penalties. Penalties, and then I think MLB doesn't have one, or maybe it's penalty as well. But
1: no, I remember
0: sure they don't have one. Yeah, because there's it's like Baltimore will spend like fifty million on their payroll, and then the Dodgers spend like two hundred and ninety million. Yeah, like how fair is that? Like it's just yeah. terrible. Like Baltimore's literally been. I feel like Baltimore's been like a bad, bad team like my entire life. Yeah, and they're they're similar. I mean, the Blue Jays have Rogers behind them, so they could be a big budget team. But yeah, uh, yeah like Baltimore, you feel bad for because it it's like they're they're just never going to be, especially in that division, right? Yeah, like they have the Yankees, they have the Red Sox. Yeah, they have the Blue Jays who could potentially, like, if Rogers forks out a lot of money, they could be a pretty big budget team. Tampa's
1: similar, but it was just chilling down. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay, definitely
0: no. a tough get going
1: in. Okay, what, what do you think? Uh, Rams or Chargers?
0: Uh, uh, I'll say Rams. I like their jerseys. Yeah, I like their jerseys.
1: Uh, Phillip Rivers have yeah. heavy- it, actually, no, yeah, the new Rams jerseys are
0: kind of garbage. Or maybe it's just their new logo. Remember? I haven't seen it. That, it looks almost like the Chargers logo. It's really bizarre. Are the, is the theme in this question um, teams that have been
1: poached by uh, the city of Los Angeles? Because that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, and this, all the teams are in baseball of LA or... Anaheim. Yeah, uh, like yeah.
0: Anaheim used to be in Anaheim. Yeah. Anaheim Angels. Now they're L.A. Yeah. The Dodgers were in Brooklyn. Yeah. And now,
1: and uh, now Anaheim,
0: Ducks, Anaheim Ducks are on watch. There'll be the L.A. Ducks soon. So, mm-hmm.
1: I'm
0: just kidding. I don't know.
1: I know that. And that charge used to be the San Diego. Right.
0: Yeah, San Diego.
1: And then... Uh,
0: uh, Rams were
1: the original I would
0: go with,
1: yeah. the original O uh Riders team was in L A. Then they moved to Oakland. Now they're moving to Las Vegas.
0: Is that this year? The Vegas?
1: Yeah, I think this supposed to be this year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: uh, I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Uh, for zero reason. I think their baby blue jerseys were cool when they were in San Diego. I don't know if their jerseys are still the same. Not a big NFL guy. Yeah. yeah i think they still wear them as a throwback but yeah those baby blue jerseys are pretty those nice. are pretty sweet yeah yeah they're nice I, I was a big Ladanian tomlinson fan when i was a kid yeah so yeah he was a wrecking ball that guy that's which my pick to the chargers mm-hmm. although i think it's weird that philip rivers has like 19 children it's very like just stop just stop at this point he's got 19 more. what does he at? no he doesn't have 19 he has like seven or eight kids though oh jeez Yeah. (laughs) A lot. I have two, and it's like an absolute disaster some days. Yeah. 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 I couldn't imagine eight. That's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Thanks for coming on, you guys.
0: No problem, Don. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for having me, buddy. Um, I look forward to talking playoffs with you for the next little while. I know we're not doing a. Uh, like a bracket pick em tonight, but um, I'm going to give you two things. I'm going to give you my Western Conference pick and my Eastern Conference pick before I go. I hope that's okay.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So, my- oh. yeah, 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 so I do this pool where we pick one team to be our beard and we pick one to be our mustache from each conference. Yeah. And as long as they're in, you got to keep it, right? So I've got, uh, because two guys can't pick the same team, I ended up with the Capitals, So the Caps are my Eastern Conference pick. I just envision uh, Alex Ovechkin handing the Stanley Cup off to Ilya Kovalchuk at some point, and I think that would be a really cool moment. And then uh, out of the West, I've got Dallas coming out of the West. It wasn't my first pick. I actually had Edmonton, but they were out in the first round, so um, Dallas is kind of my redemption pick there. So uh, I'm going to go with the Caps to win the Cup this year. Uh, With Samsonov injured, I think it's going to be a little bit tough. Hopefully we get to see some vintage beat. And uh, I would be upset if the Caps won again. So those are my pick. That's my pick. I like the Caps won. I think Don Cherry would probably have a stroke if uh, he saw Alex Ovechkin hand the cup to Yulia Kovalchuk. <laughs> I think he
1: would too. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. I For mine, I have um, uh, I got Philly coming out of the East. That's a good pick. I just think they, they absolutely
0: steamrolled everybody in that. Um, in that round-robin sort of thing. And I just think the one punch of, of Couturier and Giroux, and, I mean, man, like, Sean Couturier is, like, like, it's getting to a point, and I say this with a heavy heart because I'm obviously a Jets fan, but I think it, it's getting to, it was always at a point where I'm like, the Jets got the best centerman in that draft. Yeah, now I, not I honestly, sure anymore. I think Sean Couturier is one of the best just forwards in the National Hockey League. He's the like, new, new on. He's amazing, yeah. And he's gonna win a ton of selfies and he's probably gonna be a consistent like eighty point guy. So I, I got Philly and I think their D their defense has come a long way. Like guys like Myers and Sandheim have come a long way in terms of like their depth. Yeah. But, holy, like it was always the thing with Philly is they would have good teams but their goaltender was always like Brian Elliott or Michael McBride. Like now they got Carter Hart back there. Yeah who would Rick Wall on most nights. So I got Philly out of the East, and then I got Colorado out of the West. Yeah, that's a good one as well.
1: I um, think that, 100%. yeah, someone, uh,
0: The one two-punch at center, Kadri and McKinnon, and um, I'd say their defense is the only thing, like, I mean, McCarr's good, yeah. um, and Ger- wow. Gerard's good. Like, they have a good defense as well, and Huberbauer's a pretty good goalie. But, yeah, so I got Colorado coming out of the West. Um, Billy out of the East And my dark horse Would probably be Carolina Ooh, Carolina, yeah Yeah so I, I like Carolina's roster a lot I think, goaltending, I think the goaltending Will have to continue To be good for them though. I think they're better Than most people realize Oh, absolutely like like They might have the best In the league and I, Yeah, like Sammy Va- Sammy Votnin Could be a healthy scratch <laughs> At any point He's the guy that played Top two minutes In New Jersey this year Like yeah, he'd, he'd be the man out On yeah. a lot of Because, you know They got, like I mean, Jacob Slavin, uh, Dougie Hamilton is going to be back probably for their first series. And he, that's, a, that's a huge – he might be the best team in that series. I a series. He's – and, you know, Pesci's good. And even Joel Edmondson, a guy that's, again, could be healthy scratch, could be on the third pair, but he's pretty solid. Uh, right. Pretty, yeah, I'd say Carolina would probably be my dark horse. Um, I like Vancouver, but not enough to – I don't think they'll get to the cup and win it. No. I think Carolina's good enough to win. I don't think Vancouver. I could see Vancouver beating St. Louis, but I don't know. I don't see them. Uh, What about Columbus? Like, say if Columbus gets past Tampa and they beat Toronto-Tampa. I mean, their path isn't going to be easy coming through the east, but, like, that's a team that's proven, I mean, proved a lot of people wrong to beat Toronto. They swept Tampa last year. Yeah. Uh, And they played a pretty good series against the Bruins last year as well. That was kind of quietly a really tight series. Mm Mm-hmm. Like maybe Don, Don, your face is ridiculous. (laughs) Like Like, I feel like I feel like Columbus could be like. Is that is that blue steel? Is that what that is? Ferrari, Derek Derek Zoolander over there. Magnum, Magnum. Oh, you turned right. (laughs) Yeah, I did it. I turned right. (laughs) Don, who's your who's your Stanley Cup pick, buddy?
1: Uh... The two finalists, um uh, Avs and Flyers. Oh. And uh, I know I will make a lot of people happy, especially a guy who owes me at twenty four case. I will pick Colorado to win.
0: Oh nice, nice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see I would honestly I would love to see uh, Nate McKinnon grabbing that trophy. That'd be awesome. That would be pretty cool. I, I think uh, seeing Colorado win would be uh, would be a nice uh, would be a nice one this year.
1: This guy here, the
0: stars, man. The Flyers are long overdue. They've had a lot of good teams over the last thirty years. Or uh, how many years have it been since they won the cup? Forty something. Like the Flyers have been, they were like the era that we grew up in. We remember the Red Wings, the, Adeline, the Devils, the Stars, right? The Flyers were right there with those teams. They lost them in one of those. Yeah, in 97 they ended up losing to the Red Wings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those were some good teams in Philly for a long time and uh, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be upset to see them win. No, even the team in 2010 they had was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Don, don. <laughs> <laughs> are, you doing? are you going crazy? Is this it? Are we done? Sorry, sorry <laughs> I dragged this out a little longer. but Yeah, All right.
1: man. All right, guys. Thank- thanks for coming on. Cheers.
0: Cheers, my man. Cheers. Hey, Albee, all that stuff,
1: buddy. And uh, drive safely. Thanks for listening
0: to the Front Row Podcast. Download the show on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Contact us on Twitter or Instagram at Podcast Front Row and join in the conversation. Catch us next time on the Front Row Podcast. Thank you.